Hello, this is Brother Jim Ellis. Welcome to the Dispensational Ministries Podcast. I want to thank you in advance for taking the time to visit our podcast and listening listening to this uh, introductive message concerning our ministry. As a Christian ministry, Dispensational Ministries is dedicated to the advancement of biblical studies and the furtherance of the truth of the Word of God. We began these podcasts to help men and women know and understand the truth of the content of the Bible as the Word of the living God. We will be placing doctrinal, devotional, practical, and inspirational studies and messages on our podcast on a regular basis. So please check in often as we will be constantly placing new lessons and messages on our site. Someone said it is sad that so many people know so much about the Bible that is not true. We hope these podcasts will serve to assist men and women to not just know stuff about the Bible, but to come to a thorough knowledge and understanding of the actual words and actual content of the Word of God. Here at Dispensational Ministries, we sincerely believe and accept that all 66 books of the Bible are the inspired, preserved, and authority of God upon this earth. It is His Word, the Word of God, that He gave as divine truth to all of mankind. Because of that sincere belief, we are making every effort to communicate the truth and content of the Scriptures to men and women everywhere. Our podcasts are about One tool in our efforts we hope to employ for the communication and advancement of the knowledge of the Bible as the authoritative Word of God. I would invite our listeners to our website, irbbp.com, that's irbbp.com, and also to email us at dmbcga at gmail.com, that's dmbcga at gmail.com for a free catalog of our more than 60 Bible study books and booklets. They are all available free of charge to anyone requesting them. Our catalog can also be uh, reviewed at our website, irbbp.com. Once again, our email is dmbcga at gmail.com. All of our spiral-bound books and booklets are sent out free of charge to anyone requesting them. Dispensational Ministries is a non-charismatic, fundamental Christian ministry, and we are dedicated to the renewal of biblical studies and dispensational theology. Dispensational Ministries is a ministry of Dispensational Ministries Baptist Church and is devoted to the free distribution of study materials designed to assist any serious Bible student in their pursuit of a thorough education in the truth of the Word of God. Our biblical studies are written from a dispensational theological viewpoint with an emphasis on the truth revealed to the Apostle Paul concerning our faith and practice for this current age of grace. As I said, we currently have available almost 60 spiral-bound books and booklets for free distribution to anyone requesting them. We believe the Bible... Is God's word to mankind, and as such, it is indispensable 
to every soul on this earth. That's not only true in concerning the matter of eternal life and forgiveness of sin and salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ, but also for and in our everyday life and practice. The wisdom contained in the Bible, God's Word, is immeasurable and absolutely indispensable to all of us. We believe the Bible as the inspired Word of God is our resource for absolute truth. It contains God's divine revelations to mankind. And we're firm in our conviction that it's impossible for anyone to truly know the one true God outside the truth contained in God's revelation to us in the Holy Scriptures. We believe the Bible is God's inspired, preserved, and inerrant word. We believe it is mankind's final authority for faith and practice. We believe God not only gave his word to us through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God, but he has also kept it pure and has preserved every word of the scriptures. He's done this for all the ages, the ages past, present, and future generations. We are certain that the Bible can and should be trusted. It contains no errors, contradictions, or mistakes of any kind whatsoever. With the above being true, it is our sincere conviction that it is vital for every child of God to become as learned and studied in the truth of the Scriptures as possible. And it's because of this compelling conviction that dispensational ministries began. We are dedicated in our efforts with sharing the vast depths and wisdom of God's Word that has been revealed to us in the Bible. As we said, we have some almost 60 books and booklets available, with, and we'll be adding more as time goes on. But they are divided up into three basic categories. The first category being Bible knowledge and truth studies. The second category, Christian life studies, and these are written from practical biblical wisdom of the Word of God that is much needed in our everyday life. And also from number three would be our dispensational theological studies. All our books and booklets are written and designed as Bible studies, and their content reflects that journalistic format. They're not written as one would write, oh, say, a novel or a short story or journalistic narrative. Our studies are produced to assist the reader in their furtherance of biblical knowledge and understanding and a variety of biblical subjects and doctrine and not simply casual reading. But having said that, they are written in an easy-to-follow format with clear and concise explanations of biblical content without using overly technical and confusing theological terms. For the convenience of the reader, our verse-by-verse book commentaries include the complete King James Bible text from that epistle that's being covered by the verse-by-verse commentary. Many of our studies are in volume series of two or more, some three, four, and five series studies, books, and uh, booklets. For example, our Roman study contains about 200 pages, but it is bound in spiral form in two separate uh, books, volumes one, in book volumes two. 
We also have established a website, as I mentioned above, IRBBP, for anyone that may wish to learn more about our ministry. We have placed on that uh, website short Bible studies that can be viewed and read online. But as space is limited on our website, we have written these books and booklets for the serious Bible student to be able to come to a thorough understanding of the knowledge of the Word of God. Our podcast can be downloaded on your smartphone or mobile device or tablet at your convenience and carried with you whenever you have a convenient time to listen to it. As a large part of our ministry is grounded in dispensational theology, allow me to share a few words about dispensational theology. Before I give the somewhat more technical definitions of dispensationalism, allow me to put it in some non-technical terms. God has an overall plan for mankind, and that plan is to bring men and women to redemption. Mankind was sold into sin and rebellion by their actions, beginning back in the book of Genesis. God has been working in the affairs of mankind ever since that time to bring mankind to redemption and conclude his dealings and his workings with mankind upon this earth. He is and has been doing that by using seven distinct periods of time known as ages in the Bible. And he has revealed these ages in his word. The history of God's dealing with mankind is divided up in the scriptures in these seven ages of time. In each of these distinct ages, God deals with mankind differently, and it requires different matters for faith and practice from mankind inside these ages that change from the age to age. Men and women, a very important part of this, men and women are responsible to God and His revealed will for faith and practice according to which dispensation we are born into. For instance, we now live in the age of the grace of God. This age began some 2,000 years ago, and as such, we are responsible to our God based in and on what He has determined to require of us in this age for faith and practice. What He has required of men and women in other ages of time are not binding on us in this age of grace. God changed some requirements for us under his divine grace. For instance, no one is bound to obey the law of Moses in this age. When one considers the magnitude of the law, that in and of itself is a major change. There are many other changes God has made under grace, and that is the one of the primary purposes of this ministry. We are devoted to communicating God's changes for men and women under the grace of God and what those changes mean to us for eternal life and our everyday practice. One of the great problems of this current age is that far too many men and women are convolutedly attempting to live in all or part of past, perhaps future ages as far as their doctrine for faith and practice is is concerned. Many have made their religious faith and practice a melting pot of all the seven ages, and they are vainly attempting to observe the doctrines and practices that God 
never intended to be enforced in this age of grace. Law-keeping doctrines, kingdom doctrines, old age doctrines, and even some future age doctrines that are not part of this age of grace. All of these are being put into a bowl of religious doctrine, mixed together, and they come out as a foul-tasting mess, a toxic doctrinal dysentery. God never intended for those of us who live in this age of grace to be bound by the same doctrines for faith and practice that He gave the men and women in past ages, or that He will require of men and women in the coming age after this age has ended. God never intended for all seven of the dispensations to be lumped together as one giant loaf and consumed as a religious conglomeration of doctrine for our faith and for our everyday practice. That has never been the will of God for mankind. Tourists who visit foreign countries are wise to know the laws which govern the country they are visiting. They may not and often are not the same as the country the tourist lives in. One may be guilty of breaking a law in a foreign country that is not illegal in their country. And when a tourist is in that foreign country, they are bound to obey the laws inside that country. For instance, it's against the law to chew gum in Singapore. It's against the law to step on currency in Thailand. It's against their law to wear high heels at a Greek archaeological site. In Spain, it is illegal to drive while wearing flip-flops. In certain parts of Germany, it's illegal to run out of gas. In San Salvador, drunk drivers can be punished by death before a firing squad. In France, it is forbidden to call a pig Napoleon. Now, I'm not sure why you'd want to do that, but if you do, it'll be illegal. Those may sound a bit silly or extreme, but they are laws in those countries. And if a person, foreign or not, breaks one of those laws, they'll be held accountable. We are bound by God to obey the divine laws and doctrines He has set for that particular age or dispensation that we live in. If we were Jews living in the past age of the law, we would have been bound by the law of Moses, but we are not. If we were living in the age of the kingdom, we would be obligated to obey and observe the doctrines for the age of the kingdom, but we are not. We live in this time in the dispensation of the grace of God where God is dispensing His grace to all men and women who will receive and accept His grace in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not bound by the laws that were binding on people under the age of the law. We are not bound by the doctrines of the kingdom that is to come. We are bound by, in this age, the grace of God and the doctrines for faith and practice that He has given to us through the Apostle Paul concerning the grace of God. What God requires or required of people in one dispensation, He may or He may not require of other people in a separate dispensation. We are obligated to obey the Word of God depending on and according to which dispensation of, or age of time 
we have been born into. It is vitally important to remember this. God never changes in his person, in his essence, or in his attributes. But the way he deals with mankind and what he requires of mankind does change from age to age. Now, dispensationalism rightly divides God's dispensing of rules and guidelines for mankind to follow according to the period of time in God's program in which that person may live. Allow me to just very quickly give you these seven dispensations. The first one would be the dispensational innocence. That's found in Genesis chapter 1 through 3. The second would be the dispensation of conscience. That's Genesis chapter 4 through 8. The third is the dispensation of human government, Genesis chapter 9 through 12. The next would be the dispensation of the patriarchs. That began in Genesis 12 through Exodus 19. The fifth was the law or the dispensation of the law. That began in Exodus 20 and went through part of the book of Acts. Acts is a transitional book from the law of Moses to the grace of God as was preached by Paul. This current age, the sixth age, is the dispensation of the grace of God or the church age, as it's often called. That rules, or rather the doctrines for faith and practice, are found in the epistles of Paul beginning in the book of Romans through the book of Philemon. Then finally, the seventh and concluding dispensation will begin when God's church, the body of Christ, is called out, and that will be known as the dispensation of the kingdom. It has its own books for the future coming age, the book of Hebrews, uh, through the book of the Revelation. Now, I know I went over these pretty fast, but if you'll come and stick with our podcast, we'll, we'll over time, expound on all seven. And you also want, might want to request our three-volume booklets concerning dispensational theology. In, the, in those booklets, we go into some detail about each and every dispensation. Yeah, for just a second, allow me to give you a slightly more technical definitions to dispensational theology. The word dispensation in the Bible is also translated stewardship in some other passages. It differs from being a steward. Stewardship is one matter in the Bible. Being a steward is another. A steward is a person who has been put in charge of all the overall management of a household or a business affair. He is not the master. He is the person that serves the master in overseeing the master's house. Stewardship, however, is the action and actions of overseeing the affairs of the master's house. In other words, it is what the steward actually does in fulfilling his office of a steward. Paul the Apostle is and was the steward put in charge of the administration of the grace of God in this current age. Galatians 4.4 4 says, But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law. It was not that all time was fulfilled when the Lord Jesus came. It was a particular period of time that was fulfilled. Time did not end with the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
He came under the dispensation of the law. An age of dispensation, while the two terms overlap and are often interchangeable in the Bible, is also helpful to distinguish between the two meanings. An age is the period of time wherein the administration or dispensation of of that period of time is being conducted. During the Old Testament age of the law, Moses was the administrator or steward of God for the dispensing of the law of Moses to the Jews. Thus, God's dealings in that age are known as the dispensation of the law of Moses. The period of time we currently live in is known in the Bible as the dispensation of the grace of God. Paul the Apostle is God's steward or administrator of the grace of God. God gave or revealed his revelations for this age to Paul, and Paul administered or dispersed those revelations to us through his 13 epistles. It is in his 13 books or 13 epistles that Paul the Apostle, of Paul the Apostle, is where we learn concerning these administrations or doctrines for our faith and practice. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, to show thy Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The words rightly dividing mean to cut straight or divide something up equally or in the correct proportion or order. This is what God commands us to do with the Bible. We are not to discount any part of the Bible. Every word of in the Word of God, in the Bible, is pure and inspired of God. It has all been given to us for our learning, but it has not all been given to us for our faith and practice. Most of the matters in the Bible that some claim to be contradictions are merely failures on their part to rightly divide the Word of God into the age or the dispensation that it was intended for. What God has demanded of one group of people in one particular dispensation, he may not and often does not demand or require those who live in the next dispensation. Many, confused men and women, view these changes as contradictions, but they are not. It is simply God changing what he requires of mankind from one dispensation to the next. As we said, God never in his person, in his characters, attributes changes. But his dealings with mankind often changes from one dispensation or age to the next. Now, all of this is not by accident. It's not because God made a mistake and he decided he'd do something better the next time. It is all because God, in, before eternity or in eternity passed, there was always a divine plan and purpose behind, behind what God decided to do in bringing mankind to redemption. I hope you'll stay with us. I hope you'll come often and listen to our podcast. As I said, we will have many different doctrinal, dispensational, or devotional, practical, and inspirational studies and messages here in the broadcast. I am thankful for you taking the time to listen to this introductory message. And uh, if you wish to contact us, you can do so once again at dmbcga at gmail.com.
May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God be with you all.